Hello, PolyM fam, and welcome to Talk Your Poly Off, presented by ilovepoly.org. This is your podcast for ethically navigating your relationships, your community, and yourself for a healthier and happier lifestyle. This is Bella Doll. She is my sunshine full of giggles. And this is Joshua Monsuda, the logic to my emotion and the chaos to my order. So now you know us. Pull up a seat and let's talk our poly off. Hello, Polyam fam, and welcome again to Talk Your Poly Off. As you may notice, we are actually airing on Wednesday. Bonus time! Two days after our episode on... Small Town Poly versus Big City Poly! Yeah! <laughs> so why are we recording today and why are we airing today? Because tomorrow is Thanksgiving Turkey Day! Yeah. It's our bonus episode! Because we're so thankful that all of you choose to tune in to us every week... We thought that we would show our thankfulness by producing an extra episode saying thank you. Yeah. What is Thanksgiving? Understandably, some people choose not to celebrate Thanksgiving in the United States of America. And there's plenty of people across the world that don't celebrate Thanksgiving when we do. Right. They might have their own. Or at all. Yeah. In Canada's was a month ago. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Obviously, we're in the United States and obviously we celebrate. And we understand that some people don't. And we understand the history of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And we know, you know, why someone wouldn't celebrate it. Yeah, all, all the, the bad things that came along with the origins of this holiday. Right. It's important also to understand that with that being said, there was quite the history behind it. It has grown into something different than what it originally was. Mm -hmm. Or it's evolved into its own thing. Mm -hmm. So Thanksgiving isn't necessarily a celebration of American settlers on native land. It's a celebration of being thankful for what you have in your life and who you have in your life and taking a day to really reflect on that and let that thankfulness fill you. Right. We This is how we choose to celebrate it. And if you choose not to celebrate it, that's great. You know, everyone's got choices in their lives. Right. We choose to, to focus on family and friends and things that we're grateful for and thankful for and open our hearts to love. Yeah, absolutely. So with that said, I know that this is a day early. Yes. But what is one thing you're thankful for? I am really thankful for, one, our new living situation. Okay. There was a lot of stress over our heads in the last one, and so I'm really loving the new space that we're in. But I'm also really, really thankful this year for the close friendships uh, that we've made, mostly over, I think, the last year. Things have changed from just our outskirt community to people we can count on and depend on, and even people who are over every Friday night when we do a fire in the backyard, because we've got an open door and we've got these great local friends. Right, and that's, for me, that's what helps me understand when friends become family. Yeah. Is family! When, you know, they feel welcome enough, when, when you, when they know that they can come over... And we're here, and we're ready to be there. Yeah. And if we're not, then they missed us. But, like, it's not waiting for an invite anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's not 
the formalities of early stage friendships. Right, right. Where's the bathroom? Where can I put my drink? Mm-hmm. No, we like we like a, a friend family combo of just come on in. If the door's unlocked, come on in, make yourself at home, make your drink. Yeah. Take your shoes off, whatever you feel comfortable with. Right. So yeah, I would have to agree with that one. I'm yeah. very thankful for what do you say? Family. Family. <laughs> Friends and family. Do you have another thing you're thankful for? I am thankful for this podcast. Yeah. It's a lot of fun collaborating on a creative project with you. The future and plans that we have for what we want to go towards and do next. Right. And so while we may be small, we are mighty. (laughs) You think it's fun collaborating with me? At times. Yeah, there there it is. (laughs) Like, I know there are times where I'm like, well, I don't think that's right. And you just give me this look like, bitch. (laughs) I also... It's like I don't have any original ideas because <laughs> you keep taking all the thankful stuff I like. I'm sorry. No, it's good. That's great because it means that we're on a path that we both enjoy and it's part of our adventures in life together. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that. And I beat you to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am thankful for the podcast. I've I've loved doing radio broadcasting. I've missed doing it. And when we talked about doing this last January, we were both really excited to see where it went. And yeah. I remember in the early bits of this where we finally got 50 listeners <laughs> over the course of the time that the podcast Well, now, we don't even know if it's listeners. We had 50 downloads. Right. It could be one person who came back and listened 50 times. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we would benchmark by how many downloads we'd have. Yeah. And when we hit 100... It was amazing. We were like, oh my God, people are listening. Right. And when we hit a thousand, we're like, no way. (laughs) I'm thankful because it's given us an outlet. It's given us something to focus on. And to be 100% honest here, I think over the course of this year, it's given us a lot that we've researched for the show. It's given us a lot that we've worked on. And we've had to work on a lot of this stuff with each other while we're doing the show. Right. So if nothing else, the podcast for you and I Mm -hmm. has been a fantastic way to help enhance both of our communication skills, Mm -hmm. enhance both of our emotional intelligence. On that aspect alone, the podcast has been amazing in my life. Yeah, it's been our own personal development journey. Just in producing the podcast, we in turn, work on our own stuff. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. And to step beyond that, now that we're getting more feedback from people and we're hearing from people across the country where they're enjoying the podcast or this really helped with them, our grief and loss episode, while it was an extreme struggle to put it together, I do recall on our Facebook page that someone had said that that episode really spoke to them. Yeah. And the fact that we can reach out and touch someone or help Mm -hmm. someone or just support someone in that way. So so they know they're not alone in whatever they're going through. I think that's a big thing, too. Even in in the smallest things, right? How many times do we see people post online, oh, do you guys struggle with jealousy? Yeah. You know, well, yeah, I, I understand we have multiple partners, but of course we struggle with jealousy. And just knowing that they're not the only one, right? Or you see someone post about their individual thing and they're like am I crazy is this okay did I do this wrong 
And right. a million people will show up and they're like, no, we've done that. We've grown and learned and don't do it anymore, but we've been in your shoes. So yeah. just knowing that you're not alone on the journey is huge. And I love that we can give that to people. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm thankful that we can do that. I think those are a couple of really nice thankfulness. Yeah, I've got other comments. ones like your sleeping wiener dog has kept some love, some animal love around the house where my Wendy dog is over at my parents. So I miss having my pup. Uh -huh. So it's, it's nice to have the little wiener in her place. Uh, your cat has become more friendly. It's not my cat. It's my daughter's cat. Yeah. <laughs> Orange dog, a.k.a. Oliver. Yeah. And then, you know, I love the backyard and the property of the house that we're on. Like, we do fire pit stuff. And we could just sit out there and drink coffee and watch the squirrels. Yeah. It's, you know, small things like that that I'm also thankful for. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's go away from what we're thankful for because we could probably be here all day with that. Totally. How about, what are our plans for this Thanksgiving season? Oh my goodness, we have so many plans. So we're in the middle of Thanksgiving week, and it's chaos, but it's a good chaos. There's so much going on. And at the beginning of the week, I literally had to put pencil to paper and write down everything that was happening from like Saturday to Sunday, because there was even Google Calendar, there was just so much we, we needed to physically see it. <laughs> That's another thing I'm thankful for, is you <laughs> willing to be flexible, knowing that my ability to Google Calendar isn't the greatest, Yeah. and being adaptable enough to provide a written schedule to tape to that mirror so that I have something that I do look at and am reminded of. Yeah, which I, I do think we could put even like a whiteboard, just a week. We don't need a whole month's. But if we just did like a week yeah. whiteboard next to the keys kind of a thing, we'd see what was going on. But right. okay, so our plans for Thanksgiving, let's see, today I have to meet up with my mom and we're going to go do, I'm off work today, obviously, going to go do some shopping and I think I'm going to prep and make my deviled eggs later on today. Okay. And then tomorrow on actual Thanksgiving, we're going over to my parents' place. We're going to hang with some family, my brother, my sister-in-law, my nephew are going to be there. And we're going to help. My mom has MS, so she doesn't move around very well. And my dad is left with all the Christmas decorating. So I think we're going to help hang uh, ornaments on the tree. They get their, their fake tree put up Thanksgiving weekend. So we'll do that. And then uh, you're going to head out. We're going to come home. And you're going to head out for an overnight with your wife. Friday morning, we're going to get up and I'm going to have a baking cookie day. I'm going to have some friends over um, while we wait for your daughter to get into town. Because the daughter, son-in-law, grandboys, they're going to be coming up on Friday. Saturday is going to be Thanksgiving part two with the family here at the house. And then Sunday we say goodbye to the kids and kind of recoup and recover yeah that's our busy thanksgiving plans so this year we are not doing a friendsgiving we're not yeah and it's probably the first time in over 10 years that i haven't done one because we don't have enough time we have a lot of other stuff going on yeah so yeah this year our thanksgiving is going to look a little different than previous years we've also had previous thanksgiving dinners where all the partners came to the table and the kids and all of that. 
So Thanksgiving and other holidays look different depending on your polycule or your family setup or your configuration. Yeah. So what are some good examples of what a potential polyamory Thanksgiving looks like? We have the people who live in the house together and their Mm -hmm. family Mm -hmm. just doing that. And then you could split your Thanksgiving dinners up. Well, and I think it also depends on how your poly looks. What does your polycule look like? Are you kitchen table? Does everybody get along? Because our third Thanksgiving... Uh, with more friends and family is also going to include other partners if they're open to coming. Right. You know, so that one's going to be a little bit bigger because everyone gets along and we do practice kitchen table for the most part. That'll be a little bit bigger, kind of like a Friendsgiving, but but not. But if you don't have kitchen table poly, how many things, maybe you have five Thanksgivings in a week that you've got to go to each partner's doing something on a different day. Or maybe you do go to somebody's Friendsgiving uh-huh. and you don't even do it at your own house. Maybe right. you don't celebrate it at all and you're like, let's just do a movie marathon because we're off work. Or you have a partner who doesn't celebrate. Or maybe even you do Thanksgivings with multiple different partners, but you don't do them with some partners. Yeah, or they look different. Like the traditions are all different. Like, Uh, so my family, right? We're going to go do Thanksgiving day early on with my family. Mm -hmm. My parents have always put up Christmas decorations. The typically the Saturday and Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend. Well, they're very understanding in my poly situation that I've got other people to see. So they're going to do the hardest part of the Christmas decorating, which is the tree on Thanksgiving day while we're there. So we can help in that tradition. And so they've kind of altered some of their stuff around it. But even down to the food, like maybe some people don't like turkey and they're going to make a ham or they're going to make that octopus turducken chicken thing. Yeah. (laughs) I think one time many years back, we actually homemade pizza. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just as something different. I think the kids were saying that they were tired of turkey. Yeah. And wanted to try something different. So we made pizza. I love tradition. I love it. And I want to do I of course mirror a lot of my stuff after how I grew up right you know I'd love to get Christmas decorations all put up Thanksgiving weekend we're a little busy so that's probably not going to happen but I'll probably start it Sunday after everybody's gone for the week and I think whatever traditions you can find in your poly are fantastic yeah I think that the ideal option for some obviously not all but some polyamorists is To bring all partners and all metas together, have a giant 15 to 18 table set up, like everyone's bringing a dish, everyone's sharing tradition, Mm -hmm. and and everyone's having a great time, and you've got nearly two dozen people, or however big your polycule can get comfortably, all enjoying time together and growing and bonding in that sense. I So I can totally picture all the laughter and the warmth. And that's what I love about Thanksgiving. And honestly, that's the, that's the big picture for us is getting to that point. And we could probably make it work in this house we're in. Like if we moved some of the front couches to the back room and that was like the sitting room. And we did a big long table of eating space up front. Yeah. And everyone brought a dish and then we could just heat it up in our tiny kitchen. Right. Like we could probably make it work. And I think we would build towards that. But then the question comes, who's hosting, right? You've got a big 15, 18 person polycule, who's hosting? And 
does somebody's feelings get hurt because they're not the host and you have to manage all that? Right, like who's making the turkey? Yeah. And who wanted to make the turkey? Or do we have to make a reference to my lovely friend's TV show? Monica, for the first Thanksgiving episode in season one, makes 15 different kinds of potatoes because everyone likes, you want mashed, but you want creamy mashed, but you want lumps in your mashed. And my mom loves her sweet potatoes and you make candied yams and like everyone's got something different. Right. So how many dishes do you end up with, with a 15 person polycule? (laughs) Oh man, there'd be leftovers for days. Oh, that'd be so good though. So there's there's a lot of opportunity there, and then sometimes you get the opportunity to go to your family. Sometimes because they can't see how your lifestyle is okay, you don't you're not on speaking terms with your family anymore, mm-hmm. which is a bummer. Sometimes okay, but here's the thing that does occasionally happen that we've seen in like a lot of online presence or in the groups and stuff is that. Say you and I mm-hmm. are going to come out to your mom and dad. On Thanksgiving? Well, <laughs> we're, we're coming out. We're going to tell them mm-hmm. because we really would like to bring maybe your new partner. Right. And they don't know. And so we're going to show up with this new partner <laughs> and maybe sit down at dinner and be like, surprise. <laughs> I would recommend to anybody considering using the holiday, any holiday, to come out to your family members, maybe don't do that then. (laughs) Just because, first off, it's a very special day for everybody. That's why everyone's coming together. Yeah. And that could cause some friction. If one of your parental types doesn't agree with it and you guys have some serious friction because Mm -hmm. of it, Now that holiday is always going to have that sour taste. Right. Right? Also, when you're doing it this way, it's almost like it's making a big production out of it. And Mm -hmm. it's making it a big deal. And that might unintentionally trigger extra feelings from the people that you're coming out to. Right, right. And they might end up resentful that you're making a holiday about you. Right. Or even just that... It was, I don't know, like, it, it become a bigger deal than it maybe could have been. Yeah. Especially when we're trying to normalize it. We don't want to make a big production of it. Rather, we just want to be like, hey, this is a new important person in my life that I am in relationship with. Ta-da! Move along. Right. You know? And so I would recommend, actually, a couple of weeks before the holiday, obviously you're not going to be able to do that because Thanksgiving's tomorrow, but in general, like, say you want to bring... Both of your partners or three of your partners to Christmas. Well, maybe in two weeks, you get your family together and talk to them. Yeah. If you're going to come out to them, do it on a day that's like an average Tuesday. (laughs) Right? And then try not to make a giant deal out of it so that perhaps it doesn't feel like a giant deal to whoever you're coming out to. Right. So that would be my recommendation. Yeah, those are definitely good tips. And I would recommend, with everything that you said as well, just making it about the love, mm-hmm. right? Don't make it into something that it's not. Reinforce the idea that this is somebody that I love. The holidays are about spending time with people that you love. I'd like to include this person. 
Yeah. And then your parents don't go to a place of, this is a swinger sex party and there's nothing else. And they still might. They might. And that might be what your relationship is. And you just happen to want your swinger friend to come over for dinner. Cool. But the whole discussion as a whole isn't going to revolve around that around Christmas dinner. Right. This is just, this is an important person to me, you know? Right. And doing it that way kind of gives everyone else a chance to process what you're telling them before they have to confront seeing it in the moment. Yeah. You know, so if if you say it two weeks in advance, they might have a knee-jerk reaction like, you're dead to me, <laughs> don't ever call me again. And then after a couple of days, they're like, okay, so maybe that was a little extreme. I don't agree with it, but let's talk about it. Right. And that could give you enough work to help them see that what you're doing is for you and for your heart and that that's okay and it's not going to destroy the family. Definitely. I think that was the biggest thing I really wanted to address as far as... I'm coming out. (laughs) I want the world to know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cute. I know. I have moments. (laughs) Okay, so we... I was originally just going to have us talk about the stuff we're thankful for. Do you have another thankful thing? I sure could have another thankful thing. Well, so one of the practices that you and I have gotten into, and I think we've mentioned it before, and it's slacked a little bit lately, is this daily gratitude practice. Yeah. At the end of the day, every day, not just a holiday, we try to find small things through the day to be grateful for. So like we did some martial arts training the other night And I get frustrated because my body just doesn't do what I want it to do anymore. And in those moments of frustration or anger, I try and remember something good. So if I can be grateful that, you know, I'm able to stand and walk and move, even with a little bit of pain or um, discomfort, lots of people in the world can't even stand and walk. So at the end of the day... I'm grateful for my legs holding me up and sticking with me through this life. Yeah. You know, finding small things, a awesome cup of coffee or hot cocoa in the beautiful backyard watching the squirrels, you know, a beautiful sunset at night or a crisp, cool breeze making it feel like fall. Things like that make it easier to find gratitude and thankfulness all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're struggling to find this thankfulness, though, and maybe things have just been really hard or, you know, you're down on your luck, you've lost a partner or whatever it is that's causing you to not feel very grateful, I think that we want to try to help change that around or give you some exercises or tips or techniques to help improve your gratitude Yeah. so that you can be thankful not just one day a year, but every day of the year yeah and we'll give it a little heads up so that way you can practice today and maybe by tomorrow when your traditional old school family goes around the dinner table and says let's all name one thing we're grateful for this year you'll actually have an answer for them and not feel so on the spot my kids actually hated it when i started doing that yeah 12 years ago or whatever at first they liked it right but by year three or four They're like, I don't want to do it stupid. I'm a teenager now. (laughs) So it was kind of fun to watch that change. (laughs) One of the tips that I have heard about that I think is pretty all right is 
you're gonna walk you're gonna take a walk it's a gratitude walk mm -hmm. you walk slowly and thoughtfully generally what i hear is like you look at the ground or you don't pay attention to anything except for your walk so don't get distracted by the birds and the bees right okay. and every step you take when you take that step tell yourself something you're thankful for and it could be that warm cup of coffee it could be the fall breeze you know it doesn't have to be gigantic leaps and bounds right. just little steps of gratitude along your way another one that is a pretty I, I like this one yeah you take one thing that you're not grateful for one thing that you're having a hard time with or one thing that's pissing you off and you focus on that for a minute and you know whether it's a job or a relationship your financial situation think of as many things as possible that are good about it so like counteract it mm -hmm. you've got this big negative thing going on and you're going to think of some things to be grateful for to counteract the negative right like as an example maybe you're tired of your job and you just don't want to show up to work it anymore but if you take the moments to be thankful for certain things like first off you're getting a paycheck right that's Lots pretty of people cool. don't right second is maybe the job provides decent benefits mm -hmm. or and if it doesn't what if you like a certain coworker? Uh, i was gonna say you really made good relationships with a couple people yeah so you take your overall ungratefulness and you you shave off little pieces of mm -hmm. gratitude out of it. I like it. That's a good one. Okay, this one is a little more doom and gloom. <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> I'm the happy sunshine. He's the doom and gloom. We're balancing. We Day do. We balance well. Nighttime. Daytime. Nighttime. Daytime. Wait, why are you doing that? Daytime. <laughs> so this one goes to that full worst case scenario. Imagine you've lost everything. You've lost your job. You've lost your partners. You've got your kids taken away if you have kids. Like you, your bank account got drained. Your car broke. Everything's gone. You're homeless. Mm -hmm. And then work backwards from there. So fully take some time to imagine this absolute barren kind of existence where you've lost everything and sit with that for a minute and then what you want to do is imagine getting all these things back one by one a little at a time so that you can focus on each thing that you're getting back why you're glad to have that back it's actually really interesting i i don't know if i've ever mentioned this before but there was a period of I don't know, six months where I was homeless for a little bit. Right. And while I was, I don't know, doing well homelessly, we, you know, we still had my truck. We were just camp bouncing from campground to campground. We still had, you know, beautiful tents with cots and, you know, some decent stuff. We were, we were doing okay. Um, it was really interesting to come back into society after that period of homelessness and how thankful I was for my first paycheck or to have cell phone reception because I had been living in the mountains. Sure, I had my old cell phone, but it didn't have reception most of the time. Right. 
Um, and even just sleeping on a bed that wasn't a cot. It was amazing. So that was really interesting. And of course, like, again, I was in a good homeless situation. So I can, I can get to a point where I can imagine like, man, if, if I had nothing and it was just me and the sweatshirt on my back kind of a thing, I can imagine just how grateful I would be for food. I remember breaking down into tears when I discovered um, the organization called Snowcap. Uh, they provided like a food pantry kind of a thing. We filled out our paperwork and I went shopping, so to speak, with them and got a cart full of food, almost Costco style, where you walk through and depending on your family size and needs, you get to pick certain items off their shelves. And I got a cart full of food and I broke down crying my eyes out just at how grateful I was and how kind everyone there was. They didn't treat me like garbage. It was so amazing. So that's a really good one, Um, especially if you can get your place, if you can get your mindset to a vulnerable place of imagining having nothing. Yeah, definitely. And that's not easy. No. So that's a really hard exercise. If you can do that, that's a really great way of rushing in all that uh, thankfulness. Yeah. In a seriously big way. So another one we've got Mm -hmm. is saying thankfulness before meals. Mm -hmm. Uh, To some people, this might be prayer. Right. To some people, it might just be acknowledgement. And you could take it religiously or not religiously, depending on your preference. But if you take a moment right before your meal, so you know that you're going to find thankfulness in your day, a couple of times through the day if you do it right before a meal. Well, in creating habits, you need to have a trigger. So if the meal is your trigger, you'll always, you'll build a habit of finding gratitude. Yeah. And at that point, you can just be thankful that you saw a rose Mm -hmm. or thankful, you know, for any little thing, but you do it regularly enough and it becomes that habit. And that's, that's a pretty cool way of doing it. And, And The next one I've got is actually probably something you should talk about. Yeah. And you've mentioned once already on the show, and that's a gratitude journal. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you can pick a time, any part of the day, whatever works for you based on your schedule. And like I said, we do it every night and make a list of, you know, just three to five things, just a few things from the day. And it can be something small, like, you know, my children didn't throw a tantrum today. Yeah. You know, that's probably bigger to some people than smaller, you know, or the the checkout line at the grocery store moved really fast. Small things that you can be grateful for. It doesn't have to be these big events like I'm super grateful for this promotion or we got approved for the house loan. It doesn't have to be big. If you have a big thing to throw on there for the day, great. But find the small things that you can see every day. Yeah, definitely. I actually really like the next one. The letter? Yeah. So, like, if you can write a letter to a person who's made a positive impact on our life, I really love handwritten letters, and I think that with email and Facebook and all the technology today, it's the lost art of handwriting. Oh, okay. People love getting mail. I would love to get something in the mail from someone anonymously, um, from uh, from a friend or family member, or just anybody, and if I made an impact on their life. Like, I, so I would, 
in turn do the same. You know, it could be a teacher or a mentor or grandparent or friend, someone else who's just helped you along the way. And it doesn't even need to be long, but tell them what you're grateful for. And you can take it even further by visiting the person and reading them the letter if you want. But just sending it, I think, is a really great act of gratitude. And the next one that's really neat yeah. is something that I would really enjoy. What? A gratitude charm bracelet. Oh. So it's like getting a, a charm bracelet and choosing charms or trinkets which have some sort of meaning. So like um, the heart symbol on the charm bracelet symbolizes loved ones or um, an apple to represent health, you know, things like that. And you build charms along the bracelet. And maybe when you're having a hard day, you know, you can look at it and touch it and fiddle with it. And it'll remind you of all the things to be grateful for. That's actually, I mean, I'm not one to wear a charm bracelet. I would! But if I was, I think I would like that one. Yeah. So we've got two more. And we'll probably, we'll probably cut the tips and tricks off at that point because... We're already providing a whole bunch, and I believe that some good learning lessons is often take small bites. Yeah. Right? It's easier to digest the whole if you take small bites at a time. Well, we've given you, or we're going to give you, quite the variety here. And like you said, the charm bracelet's going to work great for me, but not for you. Right. Maybe a letter works great for somebody else. So I think we're giving you a, a wide variety of ways to find great gratitude and thankfulness beyond just thanksgiving yeah we want we want to spread the love beyond one day right the next one is looking through the eyes of another we actually get so used to looking at our life through our eyes that we forget to pay attention to what we've got in the daily and it's kind of like being an aunt or an uncle or something of that sort mm -hmm. where as a parent, you're raising your child. You see this child every day, all day long. You don't notice changes or differences. When you go to visit family, like on Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. and one of your extended family members is like, wow, look, little Timmy is so tall now. He's gotten so big now. Look at that shaggy hair. And, <laughs> and wow, it's, it's unbelievable. When your extended family notices all these changes in your child, that you don't notice because you've spent day in and day out raising this child, then you stop and look at this kid and you're like, wait a minute. I guess that is true. Right. So sometimes looking at your life through the eyes of another person will actually help you realize things that maybe you didn't see before. Yeah, and that's really good just in day-to-day -day stuff too. Like, you know, your partners always say, at least my partners always say, you know, I wish you could see yourself like I see you kind of a thing. You know, when I'm down on myself for my weight or anything else, I'll be like, no, but you're beautiful. You know, and I always default to you've got rose colored glasses on. <laughs> um, but it's the same idea, you know, seeing yourself through someone else's eyes. Yeah. I mean, really, ultimately, we are our own worst critic. And we will judge ourselves far worse than anyone else could judge us. Right. I don't believe there are certain things about me that I don't believe are great at all. I actually have a hard time even accepting them. And then you or one of my other partners or even friends are like, 
oh, but you're amazing because of this and that. And I'm like, you got to be high because I, I, I don't see it. <laughs> I do that with you all the time. But it takes some time and some ability to try to look at your life through an outside lens. And you might be surprised at what you actually have to be thankful for. Yeah. This last one is for the crafty type of people out there listening. Um, it's called the thankful tree. And it's really fun on holidays like Thanksgiving. Um, it's, it's just a lovely gratitude mindfulness exercise. So you get this tree from like craft warehouse or I don't know, some crafty store or make it, stick it in like a thing of styrofoam and there's branches coming out. And then you arrange the tree branches in a decorative, colorful planter, cut out paper leaves, or it could be snowflakes if you want to do it on Christmas different colors and shapes and sizes put all the leaves or snowflakes in a bowl along with some pens and pencils next to the tree branches and you ask each guest family member or visitor when they come over for the holiday to pick up a leaf or a snowflake one of the pieces of paper write down something that they're grateful for and hang the leaf on the tree branch so now you have this beautiful tree of gratefulness and you can all choose to share it maybe after dinner before dessert or something you know or leave it on display and everyone can come through and look at it on their own time that's actually a really cool idea and that's something that I would probably want to do. So maybe today when you're out shopping with your mom, yeah, hit the craft store and buy the stuff. Okay. And we could actually make our tree and then start that tradition for us this year. For Thanksgiving? And then see what future Thanksgivings look like. Yeah, I'm down. The other little tradition that I want to start, I tried to do it New Year's a couple of years ago. Was And you see it being passed around Pinterest and Facebook all the time. But it's that where you have a jar and you have a bunch of pieces of paper and pencils next to the jar. It's out all year long. Right. And people put a favorite memory or something fun. It's just some favorite memory that they have with you or in your home. And they fold it up and put it in there. And at oh, the so end like of the year. Oh, so your guests will do that. Your guests okay. do And you can do it too. Okay. If, if something special happened, just a favorite memory in the home. Um, and then at the end of the year, you read them all and you remember a year's worth of all these amazing, fun memories. That's really cool. And I did it previously where I had a stack of strips of paper and there was a color for each month of the year. So we could see like if there were more memories over summertime that we uh, had or things like that. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I saw one similar where every day you write like a personal positive affirmation or something. Mm-hmm. And you put it in a jar. And then so you have 365 yeah. after affirmations. And I tried that. And I only got through like two and a half months. Yeah. I was like, this is hard. It's repetitive. <laughs> There's also popsicle stick ones mm-hmm. where you write things on popsicle sticks. I There's think some I like, cool stuff. I think I like that New Year's one because that's not just you. That's everyone else sharing mm-hmm. memories. And it's and not daily. It's not like a you a have to do it daily. Yeah. yeah. And you know me, like, I I prefer community stuff. I prefer sharing with people. And something like that would be a really awesome way to be able to look back on the previous year. Yeah, and I think it would be fun for us specifically to do at our New Year's party. Maybe we should do something like that, like on Patreon or something. Yeah. So that all of our, our patrons, our listeners, our Polyam fam can also engage in this yeah we'll we'll think of some sort of new year's thing for our patrons yeah yeah all right well i think that i think that's pretty solid yeah anything else you want to add for a bonus thanksgiving episode 
Well, well, I'm ready to eat turkey now. Yes. And I'm looking forward to mashed potatoes. I love the potatoes. That's my favorite part. I know you're not big on stuffing, but I love the mashed potatoes and stuffing. I have a really bad story about stuffing. Oh, no. Don't tell me. As a kid. So I haven't been able to eat stuffing since. No. Yeah, it wasn't good. And stuffing's gross. (laughs) So there's that. Well, all right. Well, we really hope you enjoy your holiday, however you choose to celebrate it. And thank you so much every time that you come and listen and every time that you engage with us on all of our social media. Thank you for every bit of interaction. And and for some of you that have really gotten to know us personally outside this podcast, it has been amazing. We've developed, we've been a part of polyamorous communities Mm -hmm. for years and years and years. But this here, what we've got going is almost like it's its own, I don't know, like maybe I've got my rose-colored glasses on. It's very special. But it feels so nice to be able to connect with so many people. And when we do connect, it doesn't feel like, oh, you guys are the ones that do that podcast. We've developed good friends. Yeah. And great connections. And we're growing a community intentionally around our podcast because... Well, because it feels damn good. Yeah. And it's fun to see people who nor- wouldn't normally interact, interacting with each right, other. Right, like we saw, we have a, a secret Facebook group put together for one of the tiers on our Patreon. Uh-huh. And we got to see my new girlfriend, K-Fug, interacting with one of our favorite listeners from Tennessee. Right. And they were like, I've heard so much about you. No, I've heard so much about you. Yeah. And they got to actually connect. So that was right. really neat. So people who would never have met, we're bringing people together. And that's yeah. amazing. And I love that. Yeah. So I do want to mention, too, we've mentioned the Patreon a couple times. And we've got a few different tiers with bonus episodes and Facebook page. And there'll be more stuff coming in the future. But I also want to mention that our merch store went live uh, just a few days ago, a week ago, something like that. Not even a week. It's been like three days. Yeah, but we've got a special going. And right now you get 15% off your total purchase on the shop. So when you go to the website, it's just shop.spreadshirt.com slash talk dash your dash poly dash off. And then there's... the top of the page in a blue banner, click on redeem and you can get that 15% off while you're shopping. It automatically applies. Um, and we have a bunch of product up. So check that out. So if they didn't get that website or they don't want to write it down, can they find this by just going to ilovepoly.org? Yes. You can go to ilovepoly.org. The merch site is going to have a tab. So one of the menu things on the middle of the page, Uh it says like about us, Talk your poly off, um, coaching, and there's one that says uh, merch store. You can click on that and maneuver through there. That one's a little clunkier, okay. and it'll eventually take you to check out on the Spreadshirt site anyway. So I need to post a link in the show notes. Yes. And that'll make it easier for yes. everybody. I can do that. <laughs> we'll post links. So thanks again. Enjoy your holiday, and we will be back here on Monday... With a new episode. We will indeed. Thank you for talking your poly off with Bella. And Monsada. You can find our Facebook page in the links. Or by searching for I Love Polly and liking the page Polyamory Get Your Heart On. You can also find I Love Polly on Instagram and Twitter by searching I Love Polly Cares. 
If you want us to help you navigate to all of our online presence, check out the show notes or come on over to ilovepoly.org. We would love to hear from you. That's right. And you can get in touch with us by emailing podcast at ilovepoly.org. That's singular podcast, not plural. So until our next discussion, Polly and fam, live like there's no tomorrow, laugh until it hurts, and and love love without without limits. limits.